<laughs> okay, I just want to take a few minutes to hopefully try and uh, encourage you, challenge you, inspire you. Um, and I want to talk to the men, but it's not just for men, okay? Because the principle is transgender in the proper sense of that word. It's not confined to us men. But I want to talk to you about a father's gift. I want to talk to you about the gift that a father can be. I asked some people this week, uh, tell me what you've learned from your dad. And one comment, who will, it, this comment is not going to be given to the person. I'm not going to draw attention to them. But they said, nothing! Nothing! And other people told me some little nugget of something or other that they'd learned. But we can learn, we all learn from our parents. We learn what we don't want to be like or to do. No way do I want to be like that. Or we can say, that's exactly what I want to be like. We learn. We are inspired. We are inspired in a positive way or a negative way. But we, we get a focus from our fathers. Uh, so I just want to read some scriptures to you just to lay a foundation. And then I'm going to share a thought and I'm going to give some gifts. Deuteronomy 4.9 says, be careful to never forget. So guys, never forget what you have seen. Don't let the memories that you have escape from your mind as long as you live. And it's not just any memory. It's memories of God. What have you seen God do? What have you heard from God? How have you encountered God? And be sure to pass them on to your children and your grandchildren. One of the delights of my life is to watch my granddaughter children learn to love God more and more and more. Yeah. Not just because of my influence, because of their, but because of their parents' influence. You see, and we teach, we teach, we sow, we encourage. And we can, from my privileged position, I wa I'm watching it go down generations. But it's come from a generation above me. It's come from my mum. Not from my father, but from my mother. So later on today, I will ring her and I'll say, Happy Father's Day, mum. When I started to do this, she'd say, what are you talking about? I said, well, you filled two roles. You, you carried two mantles, and you did a sterling job. You did a brilliant job as a mum, but you stepped into a breach. You stepped in, and you filled some shoes that were, you were never made to fill, but you did a good job. You got three really brilliant boys. <laughs> and I do this because me and my brothers have a, a brownie competition, you know, Mum is now 85, and the will is really important. <laughs> it, it's a joke. Where you, she could listen to this in a minute, and it would be fine. Because I, I took a selfie of me and Ellen with Mum in the hospital when we'd driven uh, six or whatever hours it was just to surprise her the other Sunday. And so we took a photograph of me and uh, Ellen and Mum, and I sent it to my brother saying, brownie points. <laughs> you know what I mean? You've you got to seize every opportunity. I learned that from my dad. <laughs> See, so Deuteronomy 6, 6 to 9 says, basically it says this, write these commandments that I've given you on your heart. Get them inside of you. Get them inside of you and then get them inside of them. That's basically what, uh, what Moses is saying. You imbibe it. You get God inside of you. And then with everything that's in you, put it into them. Put it into them. Teach them. Model. 
uh, just by osmosis, just by hugging them, by loving them, by correcting and discipling them. You put into them what's been put into you, what you've put into you. Talk about these things, he says. Wherever you are, sitting, walking, morning till evening, talk about, manifest your love for God in the lives of those that you also love. Proverbs 8, uh, sorry, Proverbs 1, verse 8 says, Pay close attention to what your father tells you, James, Susie, Kate, if you listen to this. Pay close attention. And you see, men, you are paid close attention to, whether you're positive or negative, whether you're good or not so good. People are paying close attention to you, especially your kids, especially those that love you, because they want to be like you. And so if you're a man who loves God and you are not afraid to show your passion for your father, they will not be afraid to show their passion for the father, because they will have seen your model, because people will will pay close attention to you. And you know they will pay attention to what you are rather than what you say. You know that? How you pretend doesn't work with them. Because we see through you. (laughs) Ephesians 6 verse 4 says, Fathers, don't exasperate your kids. That means irritate intensely or infuriate. The, The root word of that means to treat them roughly. To treat them roughly. You know, some blokes are just barbarians, and they think, I'm going to make you manly by treating you roughly. And God says, don't do that. Don't do that. You destroy them. They're delicate and vulnerable. You need to model strength and grace. You need to model some of the spiritual fruit in your life that will actually enable them to be strong. Strong. Not brittle. I'm tempted to give you some engineering lessons here, but I'm not going to for time to talk about annealing and hardening of steels and metals. But I want to talk to you out of Timothy, because Paul writes to Timothy. Paul has uh, started, kick-started this revival in a community in Ephesus, and God's broken out, and the, and the, the, uh, the community is transformed by the power and the majesty of God in its community. And Timothy is sent to pastor this church that's lost its way. It's come out of this place of revival, this place of refreshing encounter with God. And it's struggling and it's getting um, uh, false teachers are flocking in and trying to uh, rip people off and destroy things. And, and Paul speaks a, with a father's voice to his spiritual son. And uh, it says this, on my way to the province, well, let me just go back right from the beginning. I'm just going to skip through some of this. Uh, I, Paul, am uh, an apostle on special assignment for Christ, our living hope. Under God, our Savior's command, I'm writing this to you, Timothy, my son in the faith. He's identifying, he's identifying not his authority, but he's identifying his responsibility. He's saying, I'm not doing this with an authority. I've been given authority with Christ, but I'm doing this because I I care about you. You, You're like a son to me, and you matter to me, and you're in a tough place. So I'm writing with authority, but also with this heart of a father for you, Tim. And he says, on my way to the province of Macedonia, I advise you to stay in Ephesus. Well, I haven't changed my mind. Stay right there on top of things so that the teaching stays on track. See, Paul wants Tim to teach about God 
The God that he's, he's not just got knowledge of, but he's got experience of. And he says, I want you to stay on track teaching what is right. I want you to teach and to influence through your teaching these people that you have a responsibility and a jurisdiction over. These people that you have an opportunity to influence. And he goes on to declare, uh, he says, this is verses 12 to 14. I'm so grateful to Christ for making me adequate to do this work. He went out on a limb, you know, entrusting me with this ministry. The only credentials I brought to it were were invective and witch hunts and arrogance. But I was treated mercifully because I didn't know what I was doing. Didn't know who I was doing it against. Grace mixed with faith and love poured over me and into me and all because of Jesus. He's saying, Timothy, listen, the only authority I've got is the fact that God covers my stupidity with his magnificence. He covers my inadequacies with his strength and might, his grace and his mercy. And he's encouraged me And he's rescued me, and he's done something in me. And Paul is saying, listen, what he's done in me, I want him to do in you. So let me encourage you, he says. Let me remind you of what you need to do. Here's a word. Sorry. uh, Here's a word you can take to heart and depend on. Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners. I'm proof, public sinner number one, of someone who could never have made it apart from sheer mercy. How he shows me off. Evidence of his endless patience to those who are right on the edge of trusting him forever. Deep honor and bright glory to the king of all times. One God, immortal, invisible, ever and always. Oh, yes. He is fired up with God's amazing passion for him. And he's pouring it into his spiritual son. And he's saying, Listen, I'm passing this on to you. I'm passing this on to you. He says, I pass this work on to you, my son. I pass it on to you, Timothy. The prophetic word that was directed to you prepared us for this. All those prayers are coming together now, so you will do this well. Fearless in your struggle, keeping a firm grip on your faith and on yourself. After all, this is a fight we're in. This is a fight we're in. Timothy, you're not on your own, but you have to stand your own ground. You have to fight your own battle, but you're not on your own. I'm with you. I've got, I'm with you because God is with me, and he's with you. He's, de- he's saved me, and he's saved me on purpose so that I can pour into you, so that you can pour out of you into others. You can be an influence. I want to influence you. I want to teach you so that you can teach others. And that's the heart of God for us men for us women also, but it's for us men today. I want to focus on you guys. You see, because uh, I wrote this, I saw this um, on Pinterest. Isn't it great, Pinterest? But I saw this and I thought, oh, that is what I want to try and talk about today. And it says this, it says, to teach is to touch lives forever. To teach is to touch lives forever. And I want to say you teach with your words, but you teach with your actions. You teach with your heart. You teach with your heart better than with your words. And I want to challenge some of you men. I just want to say thank you for being willing to teach. And I've got a few of these, and I wanted to give them away. And the first one I want to give away is to you, James. 
I want to give you my stone. I did that one for me, but I'm giving it to you because I want you to never lose sight of the fact that as you teach, you touch lives. Okay? It's really, really key. And Martin, because you keep getting asked, is your dad around? <laughs> he just said, thanks, Pops. <laughs> never lose sight, Martin. Never lose sight that as you teach, you touch lives forever, 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 forever. I've got a few more. I haven't got ones for everybody, not these. I've got a stone for everybody. But I wanted to bring this back to you, Daniel. And uh, I know you watched me doing these, but I felt God put you in my heart, and I said, I want to give you that because you teach through who you are. And I, d I just want you to never lose sight of the fact that you influence people more than you would ever realize. You touch lives as you teach them. It might be craft, might be art, might be compassion, it might be grace, but it's always God. And never lose sight of the fact that you're an influencer, Daniel. You're an influencer. Okay. Is Claire here? Oh, Claire. I've got one here for you. This wasn't done by me. Would you deliver it for me? Would you? This one. This is done. This is done by uh, Sophia. And it's got food bank, food bank, food bank. <laughs> food bank, food bank, food bank. Okay? And so, but as you receive this from the one who did it, I want you to realize that you are an influential person. You teach. And you play a great role. You play a great role as a brilliant mum and a half-decent dad. Well done. Well done. So this isn't the same words, but this is what Sophia did, and I just felt we wanted to give it to you. Okay? As a reminder, as, as you influence countless people, and you touch the lives of people, as you teach people who serve there, as you teach them how to care and be compassionate, it touches lives. But as you teach them how to cook, and as you teach them how to handle food, and how, as you teach, as you teach, as you teach, as you teach, you're touching lives. You're touching lives. Never lose sight of that. Never lose sight of that. <sighs> okay, okay. I'm going to take two. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. I know we said we'd be finished at 12, but uh, it's two people because you're sat close together. This one's for you. Oh, actually, I should have bought the third one. Never lose sight of the fact that when you, whatever you teach, whatever you do, whether it's people that you work with, whether it's your kids, you touch lives. Okay, you touch lives. You're an influential person. And you, my friend, you touch lives as you teach through grace and mercy and character. You touch lives. Okay, and I should have, oh, thank you, babe. Well done. Well done. And Simon, this one was for you. I felt God wanted me to give you this. Okay? Okay? Never lose sight. Okay? As you teach, as you teach, you've been trained to teach, you've been trained to care, but it's a much bigger level than all of that, okay? Okay, so it's for you, it's for you. We got some other stones. That was some that, as I was doing that, uh, I was doing it, oh, I was doing it for me because I wanted to have a reminder on my desk, so I'll have to do another one for me. But uh, I, want, I'll, I want you to understand
that as you teach, as you teach, as you just transfer information, knowledge, experience, you'll help others fight their fight. Help them fight their fight to stand strong in their faith. To stand strong in their faith. So never lose sight that you're an influencer, that you're called, that you're called. Timothy goes on to bring leadership to a city that down through generations has influenced the world. The little things that you do matter. Men, we're watching. Fathers, be fathers.